Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Welcome to the second episode of I Hired My Wife. Sorry, can you say it again? <laughs> Why? I've written a little intro that explains what the F we're doing here. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> you just go for it now. Go on. No, you do it. No, say welcome. No, no, just go. Go on, just go. Just go. Just do it. Okay, let's start again. <laughs> second ever episode of I Hired My Wife. The podcast where we, a husband and wife team, discuss how we're getting on working together and running our small family business, selling Australian work boots, safety boots and workwear here in the UK. Whilst looking after a two-year-old. Yeah, God help us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We should spend longer at nursery, but we, obviously it's very expensive. It's how expensive is childcare? Yeah, and also, on that. take all of my money and give me all of the diseases known to mankind. Crazy. Jesus, the last month has been rough. Yeah, so we kind of <laughs> planned to do it. We actually recorded two other episodes, <laughs> but I had tonsillitis. Oh, you couldn't, couldn't really hear you too much, darling. Billy was sick as well. Sick. He only went to about two days in December for nursery Yeah, because he was sick. I'm finishing up working in my old job as well. So we've just all been very busy, haven't we? But here we are in the new year and we thought we would take this time for a bit of reflection. Yeah, absolutely. Can I just tell you a quick joke that I'd written in your LinkedIn post that I swiftly deleted? God help us. (laughs) I'd actually written that it's time to be as reflective as our work were. And I was like, no, 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 no. (laughs) I feel like that eye roll was audible just now. Wow. So let's get into it. How was 2023? Uh, It was, for me personally, it was the fastest year of my life. Do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I'm more aware of it now that I'm older, you know, I'm 33 this year. However, I think, yeah, it was the fastest year of my life. Obviously with the business growing, doubling again, bringing some new brands on board and things like that and just... Yeah, and obviously seeing Billy grow up quickly as well. I think maybe that's what a lot of new parents say, actually, is that it feels like the quickest year of your life, but the days drag on forever. There are moments out there where you're stuck inside with the crap weather and the day just will not end. Um, But, yeah, no, it's been been a crazy one for many, many reasons. How do you feel like 2023? I think it's just been crazy but full of some real highlights i mean we think about it like you kind of have been working for big safety a little bit in 2023 oh when you go emma can you make me this graphic yesterday thank you bye (laughs) (laughs) i need it uh now thank you cheers yeah (laughs) um no no i i have obviously been involved because we've been talking about it all we've been Mm. brainstorming you coming up with great ideas of me going no 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 (laughs) That's too risky. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you've, you've achieved some insane things for our business this year, and I cannot wait to be actively engaged and involved in all of the craziness that goes on in 2024 Yeah, absolutely. I think it's going to be a bit different because obviously you're going to be fully involved in it now. Yeah. But I think we, we said, well, I certainly see us now. Like, it's been difficult for me to get other people involved in the business because I've had such a hands-on for the last three years, it's all been just me, really. Obviously, that's with marketing and that's with operations and accounting and everything, all that sort of stuff. But now as we start to outsource some things so I get more time to actually go out and sell and speak to our suppliers more and you can do the marketing side of things, it will be difficult. But I think if we draw a line straight down the middle on what you've got control of and then what I've got control of, 
I think that's probably going to be the best. Oh, yeah. Got to be clear, haven't we? I think that's the step one. I have actually been asking a few people their advice and uh, I've been to a few networking events and I've been meeting some um, like other business owners and it's such an icebreaker when I go, oh, would you uh, would you work with your wife? And I mean, no spoiler alert and I hope their wives aren't listening, but without hesitation, every person I speak to says no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's what makes us a little bit different as a business as well. Because a lot of people, when I've went and met them towards the end of last year, because obviously the mongrel canine boots that we have over here now from um, Oz, they're going really, really well. And when I've been meeting with customers, they love them and they ask about the business and they say, well, look, it's actually just me and my wife. And I think a lot of people actually go, oh, wow, really? And mm. I say, yeah, well, you're supporting us, you know. There's no big fancy house. There's no 30 staff, you know. There's no red tape, you, you know, things like that. So it's, it's just us. And I think we especially for the small businesses that we deal with, actually comes across quite well. No, good, good. Well, we've got four or five key sort of milestones that I thought would be worth chucking into this podcast episode because 2023 was mental and it did go really, really quick, but you did achieve some big milestones, some really big achievements for our small business. So let's get reflective. As reflective as our work were? No? Let's start with, at the beginning of the year, moving out of our containers and utilising a fulfilment centre because that has been a game changer, hasn't it? Well, it just means we've been able to order more stuff and spend more money, really. <laughs> <laughs> right So, you know, we had... We were using two 20-foot containers. Um, to stock, to, to store all of store, our stock, yeah. put all our storage, and it wasn't enough. And as the business grew, we were having some one of our suppliers deliver to our house three times a week because we would sell out of products in a couple of days because that's all we could fit in the containers. And can I just tell you that an Arctic lorry turning up with pallets at a at a terraced property yeah. <laughs> in Northamptonshire with loads of cars, you know, parked on the street. Honestly, these blokes were getting out of their lorries just like, yeah, where am I? On, on <laughs> Why driveway. am I dropping these pallets on your driveway? Yeah. Oh, that was hilarious, actually, wasn't it? Yeah, well, yeah that was good. My name. Hence why I now have a beautiful pallet um, sofa in the back garden <laughs> so that we can sit yeah, in the summer. We have we, and, and, oh, my God, I've been so inventive with my pallets. Can I just tell you? You've got a pallet L sofa. We've got a pallet fence. I'm I'm thinking of a pallet deck yeah. by our, by our little shed, so that um we can put a little house for Billy on there. I've got loads of plans with these bloody pallets. You see something on Pinterest, you suddenly think you're an expert, don't you? Um, but yeah, no, that has been quite good for us, but also for these well, poor the big, delivery drivers that they no, no longer well, the deliver for us. So, so moving for, to a fulfillment center. So we use what they call a three PL. For those who don't know, it's called a third party logistics uh, company. And what they do is they have a system that backs into our line store and then every order that we get, um, they pack it, pick it and send it for us and we get charged per pick and then per item that's sent out and things like that. So, um, so it's efficient. We can offer next day delivery. It's efficient. We can offer next day delivery and more importantly, it gives us time like, well, because we were, yeah. some days we were packing 50 pairs of boots and <laughs> putting work, them in the car, workwear, driving them to the... On our small kitchen table. Oh, sorry, our living room table. Yeah. Put them in the back of the car, which sometimes I wouldn't all fit. So I have to do two runs. Go to the delivery office and then they'd have to whip out three, you know, Yorks, they call them, um, like the metal Big cages. cages, yeah. And throw they them go in, off and in then, the rain. <laughs> yeah, so where the fulfillment centre has a, 
a raw male lorry rock up every day and it goes straight to the sorting centre. Yeah, it's more efficient, of, yeah, it is isn't way it? More efficient. But we do miss the post office workers because we did become friends with them because oh, we were seeing them every day. Yeah, and they look Shout after out it. to Denise. Yeah, Denise, Kim and Shuey. Oh, yeah, no, we miss them. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> when you so, see yeah, them every day. The fulfilment centre was definitely a big cost, obviously a lot more expensive. And it obviously reduces a margin significantly. Yeah, um, but it's more secure. It's more efficient. It's yeah. better service, and that's essentially what we Well, it means we're getting delivery here, and we don't yeah. have to be home, so we can work remotely. I don't yeah. have to worry about deliveries coming home. That's and the dream, We don't dream, have to worry about it? returns and things like that. Um, so, yeah, when I have a bad day, I kind of think, well, how lucky am I to be able to run a business and work from Australia when I go home and visit suppliers and things like that? Yeah. Now, that was a huge win. Secondly, you increased the range of products yep. that we had. So that's been really interesting for me this year, actually, because we got to visit one of the brand new brands that you introduced to our range. Yeah. Um, but we introduced two new Australian work boot brands this yeah, year. So, we, so. so for people that don't know, we started the business selling with Steel Blue. Um, they, they gave us a shot and we uh, started selling their boots online. Um, they were incredibly kind to give you oh, an opportunity, probably be, because you're an Australian and probably because you were just so passionate, you weren't going to leave their office without them saying yes. <laughs> no, 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 that's fair play to them. They, um, they gave me a shot and we wouldn't be here without them saying yes. So, oh, absolutely not. Um, Steel Blue is one of our best-selling work boots yeah, by far, yeah, um, which is great. But isn't it amazing to, you know, from that – and from that faith that that gives others in the industry, yeah. oh, well, suddenly it propels you to approach other sellers like Mongrel. Yes. Well, yeah, so we had Elwood as well, um, Bisley, Hard Yakka. That's right. But this year we introduced Mongrel, which is an Australian-made boot, um, Australian-made brand, should I say. But we've been only introduced their canine range and that's been selling really really well they're dealer boots they're leather dealer boots aren't yeah. they non-safety um but they are so comfortable yeah they're, they're an amazing boot um everybody that's put them on their feet at our events has just gone away with them yeah <laughs> we've yeah we've really not had one complaint actually no well to be completely honest we did one complaint and couldn't believe the timing um i was actually having lunch with the ceo of Mungle, michael um, at a pub in Northamptonshire. Are you joking? No, nah, and I got a text message through saying, I've had these boots for four weeks and, and I showed Michael and he goes, oh, the machine's just not roughed it in. We'll just give you a credit and send him a new pair. No way. And he said, these boots are really comfortable. And, and I just said, yeah, this happens once every 4,000 pairs or something. So, so the- and I believe you because when we went to Australia to spend time with your mum and yeah, yeah. <laughs> Billy with your, your parents, uh, we actually visited the Mongrel factory and we have got, got a great video actually on our socials of us walking around the factory and seeing how all the boots are made. And because they are made in Australia, we could see every piece of the puzzle, like every machine, every worker and what they were doing. And the quality control there was outrageous. Like he is a perfectionist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so and that is really cool. Like, it was so tidy. Wasn't it? It wasn't messy. And, you know, it was just everything was just to a point. And I, I love things like that because mm. you can see the, the quality they put into yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially... You know, to manufacture things in Australia, it's not cheap. But it was really incredible for us to be able to walk around and see it all in action, I think was pretty cool. And then what about Munker? And then Munker, yeah. So I met the guys um, and we I liked a couple of their pairs of boots that they've got selling um, called the Taurus range. Um, which, the brand's called Munker, but the specific boots that we sell are called Taurus or a zip-sided um, 
boot as well. Uh, they're a safety boot. They're a safety boot. They yeah. look really fit. I yeah, love the colour of them. Boot. And we've sort of again, they've sold quite well since we bought them over here, and uh, got a few affiliates on board now with those, and a store in Northern Ireland selling them quite well. So another big push in those into the new year um, because yeah, those guys have nice. really, uh, really seem like a decent brand to look at. And like I said, we've been very big, big on quality. We we yeah. had some brands. Uh, we had a brand this year that had a, a range. Uh, however, we, we got about six pairs of boots back for faults within three or four weeks. And that was and it. we just pulled them because yeah. we're not going to re- reduce our reputation that we've built to have quality yeah, stock sure. on um, you know, a pair of boots that doesn't work. And, and to be fair to all our suppliers, uh, they're all very, very good when it comes to if there's an issue with the, with their boots or yeah. workwear. Like the Elwood guys, you know, um, we have, we're very lucky to have a sole distributorship for their workwear in the UK and Europe, you know, we had an issue with a shipment and they said, don't worry, we'll sort that. You know, these guys want to build a brand. We want to build their brand for them mm-hmm. um, and help them along the way. This side of the world. On this side of the world, which obviously a long way for them to manage in, <laughs> yeah. in Australia and Melbourne, a lot of the suppliers, or Sydney. Um, so, yeah, we've got your back sort of thing as well. No, that's good. So it's exciting really because as your range of products grows, you know, you're, you're getting in front of more people, people are returning. We're seeing that quite a lot this week, aren't we? Yeah, we're definitely seeing great organic growth with returning customers, um, especially through our e-commerce sites. So like seeing the patterns, like somebody buys a pair of boots, like Steel Blue, you know, 18 months later, they're yeah, coming back 18, for another pair. Months, like that's yeah. a decent turnaround. When you hear about, you know, some of these cheaper brands that people spend 40, 50 quid on, that they're buying a new pair of boots every few months. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's testament. We're seeing the pattern of 18 months plus you know, on return, which is really great. Yeah, absolutely. Thank, thank you for our returning customers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> thank you for your business. We do genuinely celebrate every sale. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We need returning customers. It's very important for us that customers come back and buy again for us because we make plans on hopefully extended revenue um, for bringing in some new brands and new yeah. lines. Like Just like for Mungle, per se, we've only got their canine boots. However, we're very, very keen to bring in their safety range once that's CE approved. That's right. Everything's got to be approved to sell here in the UK, isn't yeah, it? Absolutely. Make sure that all of that, all yeah. the safety ratings, etc. So that's really good. Um, next one then. Um, talking about business growth, um, we've doubled our annual revenue. Yeah, doubled again, which is nice. Uh, it's good because <laughs> I say it's nice and I don't sound enthusiastic about it because I don't think we've ever been poorer as a family. <laughs> I mean, I've just been, I've just fin. well, I'm just about to finish, but by the time this comes out, I'll probably have finished working three days a week and I was the breadwinner. So. Uh, <laughs> We're, yeah, it's, it's exciting, isn't it? As a business to have doubled that. And obviously we plan and hope that we will continue that trend into 2024. Um, but yeah, this, this year is, um, it's going to be a real challenge for us financially with, with me now coming on to the business. It is going to be difficult. I mean, a lot of people think, oh, you've done all your revenue, great, yeah. you must be raking in. But we need to ensure that we are profitable. That's part of this year, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we always want to be profitable, but, you know, at the end of the day, we need to keep reinvesting if we're growing. Absolutely. So uh, it is difficult because, yeah, like I said, people are like, oh, you must, you know, I get comments, oh, you must be doing really well. You know, yeah. I said, Mate, I've never, ever been poor. <laughs> like, literally everything we get goes back into more stock. It's like the conversation we just had before, like, we have – the mongrel canines, and we have maybe, I don't know, 250, 300 pairs left. They will all go in the next couple of months, and we need to probably get a container in. 
before spring. Yeah, and I'm thinking like, how the heck are we going to afford that? <laughs> you know? Yeah, where does the money come from to get a couple of sizes of every colour into one store is a huge investment for you, isn't it? And then if a business, so so just as a, a reminder, obviously we sell direct to consumers. Yeah, a few of the brands that we have, we have um, wholesale contracts to resellers, so Munker, Mongrel and Elwood. We can sell to stores that yeah. sell to their customers, Correct, right? Yeah. But the, the thing with that is obviously they take stock from you and then they don't pay you for 60 days or whatever it is. 30, yeah, 30 30 days. Days. in the month, potentially so, 60 days, yeah. So that's another big risk that, that you want to increase in 2024 because you want more businesses on board, don't you? Yeah, so it's when you have a business where you have to have physical stock, it's very capital intensive and you need the cash to be able to invest um so that means loans if you need to uh that means us putting more money in if we need to and that also means risking allowing customers to buy stock without paying so you know we've got some customers that have bought five or six grand's worth and they haven't paid yet but i need to obviously use that money so you know well, what do we do? But you've paid for it. So I've paid for it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so that's exactly. that's the other um, side of things that I'm sure we'll talk more about as the months go on. Um, I know there's some lenders out there that will pay you as soon as a customer has an order go through and then they just take a kickback once the money comes in. So, is that right? I so, didn't yeah, know about so that. So customer A puts a 10 grand order in, this company... Middleman pays for it. Yeah, pays us and then they'll take a kickback once the customer that's pays. That's interesting. Yeah. So I didn't know that existed. Yeah. But again, that's just another cost yeah and of reducing course your margin, reducing yeah which again. our margin obviously isn't slim anyway as slim as it is, so. <laughs> anywho no that's that's exciting so that's kind of where it's going in 2024 isn't it a bit more down that arm for you yeah and, so I'll, um, I'll definitely be focusing more on the commercial sides of the, of the business and that means sponsorships selling and then obviously um, operations where you will be looking after everything pr and marketing mm-hmm. and a bit of customer service thank god now, customer service, you were saying to me only yesterday, is, you think, one of the most underrated marketing tools of all time. Absolutely. Discuss. <laughs> well, I don't know what our listeners think. However, if you go to a place to have, let's just say a nice restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. If you have nice food, someone serves you well, and you go to customer service and the food is nice, how many times do you go back? Mm-hmm. It's like our local, the Snooty Fox. <gasps> we've been there like four times because, well, because the food's immaculate and the service is great you feel welcome every time you go in there and we have a great time so we keep going back yeah if you're looking for Northamptonshire pub recommendations Ryan finds the craziest pubs like the most British pubs you'll ever know I don't feel British enough to go there they're serving like pheasant and there's game and there's all sorts I wouldn't say they serve pheasant but yeah they do but yeah they're called game yeah. <laughs> I do you wouldn't even know I'm not posh enough. Um, honestly, he finds the best places. And the Snooty Fox is the best pub I think I've ever been to, actually. It's so good. So yeah, it, it's unbelievable. It's uh, it's nice. But let's go back to my point. We keep going there. So I, I'm, I'm a big believer if people receive great customer service from us, they will come back to us because... And tell their friends. And tell their friends and yeah. things like that. So I'm a big believer of what word of mouth is one of the sources of marketing. So yeah. we want to build our marketing customer service based on the brands that we sell being top high quality and obviously the customer service that we are able to give to our customers. We have a phone line that if someone calls, they come straight through to us and they're going to answer. Yeah. 
Like I have a lot of customers these days, they don't put a phone line now. It's impossible to speak yeah. to someone unless you use live chat. Can I say, I think one of my favourite ways that you speak to our customers is with voice note. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we get customers sometimes that might have complaints. And sometimes I just what I do is I just record a voice note back to let them know that this is what's happening, tell them what's happening, how we're going to sort it. Or, but, yeah. I think as well, sometimes not our customers are really good, actually. They don't do this. But I see on other um, businesses and stuff, people are really quick to jump to a review and giving a bad review on something yeah, when when they haven't spoken to the company or they haven't tried to resolve it. Hey, so if we, you're a customer out there, you're absolutely completely entitled to a review. Of, of course you are. Of course you it. are. However, just think before you leave a review, have you attempted to sort out the situation? Yeah, even just have you once. Contacted have you contacted the person? <laughs> yeah. Have you contacted the business? Have they got back yeah. to you yet? Has it been like two weeks? Has it been a day? Has it been yeah. two days? What are they saying? Like if, you, if you've been scammed, like, I mean, hypothetically, this definitely happened to me. If you bought an Elf on the Shelf kit for December and actually you got sent a load of crap and it cost you £30 and there wasn't even an Elf inside, then yes, leave a bad review, much like I did. But <laughs> not that I'm still angry about that. If you've ordered a pair of, let's use us, if you've ordered a pair of boots and they don't fit you, contact us for an exchange rather than leave a bad review. You know, something like that, I think, is probably the best rule of thumb. And reviews reviews. can be the make or break of you, aren't they? So so I would just like to raise the fact that I did have my first customer experience where I answered a live chat for the first time. And she was so blown away by my service. She actually replied with something like, it's so great when the brand and the personality match up. Thank you so much. I screenshotted it and we'll be sharing it on our social shortly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my first ever one I was chuffed with that so there you go uh, I'll be there to answer your live chats your calls and your emails moving forward so be kind <laughs> yeah, be kind <laughs> and bear with me now the last sort of achievement that I think we have not spoken about at all actually <laughs> is the fact that we sponsored a couple of small cricket clubs. Mm-hmm. So we sponsored Lindham Cricket Club up in Lincolnshire, which is yeah. where you played yeah. as a player back in 2014, 2015 when yeah. I met you. Um, and we also sponsored uh, Checkley Cricket Club, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, so one of our customers, Daniel, um, on Instagram, I put a little note out there and he said, yeah, I've got a cricket club, would love to be sponsored. Can you sponsor us? And I said, yep, absolutely. Uh, so we did that. So we kind of, what we did is we sponsored them for a couple of years and then what we did is if their code we assigned to them was used by them pushing our brand, 5% of that order value would then be donated back to the junior club. The junior program. To the junior program. Because I'm a big believer of junior sport for children, obviously. Getting out there, a bit of time away from the screen. It just keeps them occupied so they're not misbehaving. You know? <laughs> so they're out there meeting friends, learning team games. But team you sport. loved cricket all your life, didn't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. we just saw today, you just shared a, was it a tweet? You shared that um, a guy had tried to get his eight-year-old into cricket and was over was 500 like pounds yeah. out of pocket just to get them into cricket for a year. Crazy. So is, was it that expensive when you were a kid? No, God, no. No, 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 no. Um, I, I think that career club was wherever he's playing, must be in Marlow in London or something. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds outrageous. yeah. But it's, yeah. it's a lovely initiative, and you made this up. This was not yeah, a thing we, that they did with no, other we partners. we definitely want to uh, add more to that uh, this next year. 
and then for more support and then even give like a community page on our website to say this is what we do and give back a little bit. Because you're not very good at sharing that type of thing. You know, right Uh, last year you donated to loads of causes and I was there going, oh, can I shout about it? And you were like, no. (laughs) So we've got to get better at that. Yeah, I know, but I don't want to seem like I'm bragging. No, no, no I know. But the LinkedIn humble brag is uh, pretty outrageous, isn't it? Oh, but I do think indeed. it's important that, you know, if, if it's important to you, it's more around awareness as well, isn't it? That we, if you if you support local cricket, if you support the junior programmes, like people want to get behind you and, and help do that. So yeah. we'll do more of that. But in 2024, the cricket club sponsorships do not end. We are sponsoring... Northamptonshire Cricket Club next year. Yeah, well, yeah this year. Yeah, yeah, this year. Yeah, twenty twenty four. Twenty twenty four. We're um, joining their business club, um, which is really exciting for us. Where Emma's going to be attending loads of networking events, <laughs> and we're also sponsoring a T twenty match, which is pretty exciting. So, some of our good clients and people that have been loyal to us over the last three years will be joining us for um, some dinner and drinks in July. Which is fingers crossed the weather's nice, and uh, yeah, that's really exciting. Really can't wait for that to be, that to happen. To be honest, because I think they'll give us some good brand recognition as well. Not that we can afford it. Silly <laughs> uh, so, so question. Will that be on telly? Well, I don't know. Well, you don't know the the telecast games. However, I have chosen Northamptonshire versus Lancashire, and Lancashire obviously being quite a big county for cricket. I'm hoping that it would be telecast on sky um because it's the t20 blast game that was jesus christ our business might end up on sky yeah our our logo yeah possibly hopefully who knows wow big boots on the big screen yeah it'd be pretty cool so uh (laughs) yeah really keen to see that that comes to fruition we clearly know that i like cricket so uh (laughs) there's a theme here isn't there but you know we'll be announcing some stuff shortly 2024 this will be we're going out into more sports clubs in 2024 as well this include football hockey rugby um, rugby yeah you know, we looked at rugby we well then there's the point if, if you've got a sports team that you think would benefit from some small family business sponsorship you can yeah. contact us on our website bigboots.co.uk go to the contact page and we want to hear from you yeah absolutely so yeah 2024 is exciting 2023 has been huge I mean how do you feel about 2024 and officially coming on and leaving. I think you kind of touched base to this in the first episode. You're a bit nervous about it, but now you've had a couple of weeks to think about it. Now it's actually happening. Yeah. No, I feel so ready. Um, I'll tell you why I feel ready. Because you shared lists. We, <laughs> you knew what I was going to say before I said it. <laughs> and you've got like 15 tasks. So I don't know that we could share this tech tip with uh, with our listeners. Um, on We both have iPhones and on um, iPhone you have a reminders app you can create lists within your reminders app for everything you know you can have a marketing list you can have a housework list you can have a shopping list all of those things and you can share those with other people and so ryan and i have created a ton of lists um one of which being the marketing task list so i'll tell you why i'm ready because i haven't even started yet and i'm already behind so (laughs) it's not how i roll (laughs) 
So I'm I'm really looking forward to getting started. I feel like you've got high expectations for me, which is definitely how you get the best out of me. You know, it's great to have freedom and, you know, full creative control and all those things that come with working at a small business, but without having some accountability, you know, without having somebody going, yeah, I want it yesterday and let's go, 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 which is what every salesperson <laughs> is like, isn't it? Uh, I think that that is exactly how you get the best out of um, somebody in marketing is just we never rest on our laurels. We just go, go, go. And also, you know, on our marketing list at the moment, I don't think there's anything that mentions all of the events that are going to happen this year. No. So what events are we at in 2024? Uh, we're at a lot of tool fairs. That's right. The Professional Builder Build Live, Live, I think yeah, is what they're fairs. called. Pro and Builder we'll Live. Ad shows as well. And we'll also be joining our clients at shows as well. So a lot of our customers do shows, so we're going to give them support as well. Uh, so let's plug those a bit more specifically because some people won't know what ag shows are. So, oh, so like, professional, yeah, let's start Let's start with Professional Build Alive. What cities are you going to hit? Exeter, Alley Pally in London, Sandown in London, Coventry. Do you know when they are? Coventry and Sandown at the end of the year, Alley Pally and Exeter early in February and, March, and April. There we go. So if you're attending any of the Professional Builder Live events in those cities, we would love for you to come and see us on the stand. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're the ones with the big branding. Um, and you're also going to lots of ag, which agriculture, farmer, county shows. That, that, that'll be, be the next Blakesley one. And the... Blakesley show in Northamptonshire. Yeah, and the other one not far from us that we did last year, Blaston show. Oh yeah, we'll do that. Definitely one as well. do those, and then some others as well. well. We've got, we've still got to do our planning. We were quite session. lucky last year with all the shows outdoors. We had only one show where it rained all day, and actually, we sold a ton of boots as a result, didn't we? Yeah, because no one had any boots to wear, <laughs> which is nice. Well, well, so yeah, absolutely nice. So, events next year is going to be a huge priority, and also I recognise a bit of a challenge with juggling childcare. <laughs> possibly um but we'll, we'll make it work because you know when you own your small family business you have to make it work so yeah absolutely yeah um look like go back to your question i'm buzzing i'm ready i'm excited i've got my plan of action in my list but also we've got this we've got a planning session um that we're hoping to to get ticked off right at the beginning of january so that we can start the year with all of these ideas noted down they always say if you write something down it's 100% more likely to happen. I just made that statistic up, but I'm sure that's a thing. Quick question then. Before we tie 2023 up with a big bow, have there been any learnings for 2023? Uh, yeah, I probably need to be uh, a little bit careful with my spending. <laughs> yeah, okay. A bit more strategic now. Nice. Um, with what I buy in. Uh, how much of it? And how much of it I buy in. I think uh, obviously supply and demand is huge and we need to make sure we have the stock. And and currently at the time of this recording, obviously there's some issues with the uh, shipping around the Red Sea. So containers are taking a lot longer to get here. So I'm hoping obviously supply doesn't kind of dry up, um, especially for some of the other brands that we do sell a lot of. Uh, so we need to be obviously cautious of that. Uh, and, yeah, I think just obviously a lot more strategic planning. I've, not, I've kind of done everything ad hoc for the last three years. Um, and as the business grows, I definitely think we need to, I need to be more strategic with the way I do things with my spending. Nice. That's some good lessons. Yeah. Let's just jump into everything and just go, go, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. There needs to be a bit more. No, what am I going to get the return out of this? 
It's like sponsoring people. Like we get a load of people at Christmas and bless them, they want us to send them out free boots and things like that for shows and donations and things like that. We had somebody ask because it was their birthday today to send out boots and I'd love to do that, but (laughs) that means that we're out of pocket by all that money. I'd love to do it. If everyone came to us for a birthday for a free pair of boots, if we're stupidly rich, maybe we would do that. It's a marketing ploy, but at the moment, we can't definitely do that. so, yeah, we, we have to turn down a few people because we just, at the end of the day, if I don't have the stock to sell, I don't have it. Don't have a business at all. Don't have a business at all. So I kind of need to be strategic in what I give away up it's for. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, just keep pushing the good, the, you know, the good fight. Just keep doing the good fight. and um, Doing the right thing. The right thing, you know. <laughs> all right, yeah, guys, thanks for joining in to this little quick one for 2024. Yeah, as obviously bear with us as we grow this pod because we do like talking to each other. Um, most of the time most of the time but yeah I think uh, we'll just do a recap on 2023 and then we'll get you guys more involved as 2024 goes in because we'd love to hear you know we want to talk about parenting with small businesses we want to talk about small business cash flow how do you guys manage it small business marketing and yeah really kind of open up a little bit as well to what we're struggling with as well so yeah, we're more than happy to get you guys involved in 2024. Thanks so much and Happy New Year. Happy New Year, guys. Hope it's a successful and prosperous one for you all. Excellent. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.